Hey everybody, this is Cindy Fish. You are listening to the At His Feet podcast. I want to invite you today to set aside your whirlwind of busyness and mental to-do list to have a seat beside me at the feet of Jesus. Now let's pursue him together. Thank you for listening. Hey again, today is a bonus episode. Uh, The kids are asleep, napping, and Taylor left the house to go do some stuff for our rent house. And so I thought, why don't I just go ahead and wrap up this editing on this episode and post it as a bonus episode. I didn't want to wait. The interview that I do today is with Taylor's grandparents. They are really just special to us. They have really just made the difference in his life. And for that, I'm thankful. And and they've been so just good to us. They, I couldn't even list all the different things and times that they've gone out of their way to do stuff for our family and to help us and pray for us. And they're just really great people. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for their story because it's a part of ours. I don't know how I talked them into letting me interview them. At first, I just talked Grandpa Fish into it. And if you know him, you know he's a talker. So I don't think that was much convincing. But Grandma Fish, it was, I had to be like, I promise you can do this and you'll do great. And and your story is important. And and it is. All those things are true. And she said, okay, (laughs) I'll do it. And so she did. She did. She agreed. And they both did great. It's a shorter episode. I wanted to just kind of real quick let you hear a little bit about them. They are pillars in their church and they're just super solid, you know, and they're great. They're great people. And I hope that you hear something today that encourages you, inspires you, and I don't know, makes you believe a little more They have seen many miracles, and so we'll talk about that. We'll partially talk about some of their story and a couple of miracles. But really, if you know them or have the chance to know them, I encourage you to really take the time to sit and listen. They have a lot to share and a lot to say, and there's no way that it could be shared in one episode. So come and listen, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, uh, really excited today to have Taylor's grandparents with us, the fishes, and um, they are actually at my house today because their home was in the middle of all of the Hurricane Laura stuff. They live in Derrida, Louisiana, and um, so they're here to get some air conditioner and wash clothes and all that good stuff, real life stuff. And they're going to church with us in the morning. And I'm so excited. They are just uh, really important to us, really special to us. And I talked them into, somehow I talked them into doing an interview with me. And I'm so excited. Their story is powerful And they have lived a lot of life and seen a lot of things. And God has been so good to them, so faithful. And I'm thankful for their story. And I hope that something that we say today blesses you and speaks to you. And just go ahead and, and I guess, listen in. So the first uh, first thing is, can y'all just introduce yourself? Just say your name if you want. 
I'm Winston Fish, and I live in Dorita, Louisiana, 77 years old. 77. And I uh, go to Brother Eric Davis's church. I've been in church for five years. I've seen lots of miracles in my life. I haven't always been into the truth and the oneness of God, but he has brought me through. Yes. And uh, I'm Lily Fish, uh, Taylor's grandmother, and uh, I love I love Cindy and Taylor so much, but uh, God has brought us through. We... Uh, First heard this message way back in 1975, and uh, and uh, through a friend took us into the Oneness Church. First time I'd ever been to one, believe me. <laughs> and uh, God, uh, God didn't feel me right then, but little by little, God started opening my eyes to the truth. And in 1976, filled me with the Holy Ghost. Awesome. Haven't always lived for him like I wanted to, but those last five years, we have dedicated, God brought us back in, and we have dedicated our lives, and he has taken us so far. Awesome. So I know that God filled y'all with the Holy Ghost in the 70s, but... I want to hear what I think is really neat is that when Grandpa Fish, when you were a child, you saw a miracle. And and I want you to tell us about it. The thing, y'all, the thing that I think is so, I don't know, just powerful is that it's his family didn't, didn't live for God like we do now. And he, they didn't know everything that he knows now. But they were... Um, they had a need, and God met them at that point of need. And uh, I want him to tell about the miracle that happened for his brother that he saw. In the early, I was I was 10 years old, and my brother was 18 months older than I was. My dad was always a believer and a Bible man. He knew the Bible. He Read all the time, read the Bible all the time. And uh, one afternoon, Saturday afternoon, we were cutting wood, oak wood, and my brother was splitting oak wood with a double-bit axe. And the axe came out of the handle and hit him in the heel strings on the, in his foot and cut his heel string completely in two. Uh we were poor people. We didn't have a lot of money. No money to go to doctors with or anything like that. And this happened about 4 o'clock in the evening. But we lived about 5 miles from where they was having a Brush Arbor revival in a little town just outside of Pitkin, Louisiana, uh, called Simmons Mill Pentecostal Church. And they had a Brush Arbor revival there. And uh, my dad... Took, you, took this, my brother, and carried him through the woods to this church and laid him on the altar. And he uh, he told his preacher and he told, told the congregation, the people there, he said, you know, he said, we don't have no money to take this kid, this child, to the doctor. 
but he said, I believe the Lord will take care of me. And I seen with my eyes the wound to go back together. Then the hill string go back together and look like it never been cut. And when I tell you it was cut, it was cut, terribly cut. God worked the miracle right there on that altar at that revival that night. That's incredible. Incredible. And it's something you have never forgotten. Never forgotten. Never forget. And uh, when you see it, God is real. He is really real. He, he will do something for you if you want something done for you. You have lots of faith. That's all it takes, just a little bit of faith, and he'll work for you. Yes. We just have to bring our need, and, and there he is. And I think one thing that made that happen is that your dad said, we don't have, we don't have another option. We don't have another way. This has to be done or else, you know. All depending on the Lord. Yes. That's what it all meant. It's something that many of us today don't quite have the grasp of, I think, in that level, you know, at that at that level. But, you know, you have seen so many miracles since. Uh, y'all, one time, uh, I think just once you went to Kentucky with Taylor, right? One time, uh, my husband brought Grandpa Fish to Kentucky with him. And the thing that Taylor told me is that, his grandpa, which I know this, is a man of faith, and his grandpa was just laying hands on all kind of people, and they saw miracles, and there were testimonies from prayers that he had had the faith to pray for people. There were people that received the Holy Ghost as soon as he laid hands on them. And uh, if you've ever met Grandpa Fish, he knows how to cut up and have fun, but equally, he knows how to pray. And how to have, you know, believe for anything. He can believe for anything. And he's seen a lot of miracles because of that. And uh, more than miracles for everybody else, I would love for him to talk to us about a miracle that God did in his body fairly recently. Approximately seven months ago, I went to a doctor in Lake Charles, and I had been having heart problems. And uh, Dr. White, King White to be exact, and uh, he told me, he said, I want you to go in the hospital today. I told him, no, I'm not going. I'm not ready to go. He said, you know, you're working, you are a walking time bomb. He said, you're just a walking time bomb ready to blow up at any time. I said, well... I'll just have to blow up if that's what it takes. And he didn't like it. So there was having a revival. Oh, um, can I interject? Can you explain what he, why he said that? What was wrong that made him say that? He told me I had three major orders stopped up in my heart. Yes. Okay. What he told me. So I went to a revival in Maryville, Louisiana. Uh, there was a Young minister, preaching there, uh, Roy Hoosier's boy, uh, Lenny, Lin, Lindsay. Lindsay Hoosier, and uh, uh, during the service, he never knew anything about my problems, 
because I didn't tell nobody. But he told me, he said, Brother Fish, he said, come up here. He said, I want to pray for you. He said, the Lord told me that he wanted to heal you. So I went up there. And several more pastors was in the church there, and they went too. And they laid hands on me, and God healed me that night. I went back to the doctor. They went in with a cat, an exploratory into my heart and they found nothing wrong. Every block it had been completely removed. No block in the heart. Now, uh, that's what God can do. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Something that Grandma Fish told me earlier was what the doctor said after they came back. So when they first came, when he first went, they, he said, you're a walking time mom. We need to take care of this now. Of course, Grandpa Fish, probably a little bit of stubbornness yeah. mixed with faith, said, no, I'm going to go get prayed for. And then after God healed him and he went back and the doctor said. Yes, as uh, the doctor called us back into the cath room and the doctor said, I can find no blockages whatsoever. He said, Mr. Fish, you might die of something, but it's not going to be your heart. <laughs> and, and, and we just was elated. Let me tell you, we knew what had happened. Yeah. God had, had been on the scene. Yeah. Yes, and I love that because uh, what, you, what you don't know, but what I know is that he has had multiple issues with his heart yeah and procedures and even times having to go into the hospital and um and so that's awesome you might die of something which we all will but it will not be your heart right. <laughs> okay and um something we talked about earlier i think they mentioned it is that um in the 70s they came to truth and, and they had a friend that led them to the truth uh, and they receive the Holy Ghost, and they live for God. Uh, but something that I want to talk about, and I think will be so helpful, and I ask them, and they are so willing to share their testimony. They just want anything that will bring God glory, anything that will help somebody else, they are willing to talk about, and they want to talk about. So <coughs> so what we, what we have seen is that, you know, it's different things, you know, drew them away, away from God. And, but, uh, five years ago, Taylor, we were, we weren't quite married yet. So maybe five and a half, six years ago, uh, Taylor was preaching a revival and this revival happened to be 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes from their house in right outside of Carter, <coughs> Louisiana. And they have always been just huge supporters of Taylor, and they have done whatever it took just to be there for him. They've been just a rock in his life. And so they came because he was preaching. But they didn't just come and sit on a pew. In that revival, in these few services, God refilled them with the Holy Ghost, and they have been pillars ever since. And God is just has just rewrote their story, and it's just absolutely doing great things in them and through them. And it's so just incredible to watch because 
uh, Grandpa Fish is going to talk about it, but what I would say is that anyone in their church, to look at them, to talk to them, to spend time with them, you would never know that they spend any time away from the Lord because God is just good at being God, and He is a God of restoration and restoring the years. And uh, I am so thankful for their story and uh, Grandpa Fish is going to talk about, um, I kind of want to just talk about what has kept you this time. Because I know that in times past, y'all said things might have been shaky at different moments, but y'all are rock solid. And I know that you're not going anywhere. And so can you maybe help someone that feels shaky? Can you just tell them what's the difference this time? What has made the difference? Well, um, when I first went into the church, I had a a problem, a smoking problem. And uh, I went to church for probably 10, 15 years, and I could not break that smoking problem. I thought that people couldn't understand. They couldn't smell it on me, or they couldn't. I, I thought I had it hid, I trying to hide it. And I, I was riding the fence. I was not living for the Lord like I was supposed to live for the Lord. So I got we got I got completely out of church and I stayed out of the church for probably 14 15 years. And during the revival that Taylor was preaching I went that night and the Lord started working on my heart. And I said, "Lord, you know I can't live with you." smoking cigarettes. I'd smoked them for 60 years. And I said, I can't live for you smoking for these them cigarettes like that. If you'll take them cigarettes away from me, I'll live for you. He filled me with Holy Ghost instantly. And he took the cigarettes away from me instantly. I had never had no desire no wanted, no cigarette in the last five years. I never wanted one. You know, I know God can do it, and he can do it for you as well as he does it for me. Just, you know, he said, well, you don't bargain with God. Well, you do bargain with God to a certain extent. You tell him what you need, and he'll provide for you. And that's where I was at. I needed some help. And when I asked him for the help, he come through for it. God will take anything out of your life that you need took out of your life, and he'll set you free. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Something I believe, and you'll hear me say it over and over, is that every story is powerful and valuable because I know that there's someone listening that needed to hear that. And uh, this was totally on a whim, and they are such troopers for agreeing. And I'm so glad they did because uh, their voice is valuable. And uh, we value their voice, Taylor and I, in our life. And we're just, I'm just so glad to have married into their family. And uh, I know Taylor is thankful for them every day. He's so thankful. Um, his grandpa might just be his favorite person in the whole wide world. And uh, his grandma's oatmeal cookies are his favorite. And also, she makes this really bomb Italian cream cake. Uh, 
and uh, they have just uh, he could go down the list better than I ha- I could but he's just told me even even in their years away that they would they would send him money every summer to go to youth camp they would uh, send him money and or buy new suits for camp or they did whatever it took even they were never they were never they never said hey this isn't true or, or what are you doing but they I feel like in the stories that he's told me is they've always encouraged him to live for God and be something for God and he needed that voice of encouragement at times and I'm so thankful for their support to my husband through the years because they're a reason that that he could keep going and, and get to experience the things that he did and I'm so thankful for them and I'm so glad that they decided to do this and to you I'm so glad that you're listening today I just um this is just a quick on a whim bonus episode so thank you for listening we'll talk to you next time